Welcome back to the Women of Marvel podcast, where the women of Marvel assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. I'm Adri Cowan. I'm the social media manager. I'm Sana Amanith. I'm an editor. Adri is breaking the mics. I'm Judy Stevens. I'm producer. Uh, and I'm Janine Schaefer, talent scout. So we've had an amazing year. Uh, we really wanted to sort of get together and sort of chit-chat about what 2014 has meant to us personally and what it's meant to the Women of Marvel. So we all picked our personal moments that we found to be heartwarming, made us cry, made us laugh. They're all laughing at me. And if uh, you have a your moments, go on the Twitter and use the hashtag Women of Marvel to tell us your favorite things that happened this year. Um, having to do with the women of Marvel. And I would also like to say that this is uh, officially like our first, well, not our first full year, but it's the end of the year. This is the first time Women of Marvel podcast has launched. And simultaneously, it's been a very exciting year yeah. for women in comics across the board. You know, when did we launch the podcast? We started in June. This is our 25th episode. That's pretty exciting. What? Yeah. It was all tin cans on a string. That's how we get recorded in case you didn't hear the audio. It still is tin cans on a string. What are you talking about? The cans are a little bigger. The cans are a little bigger, and And you learn how to use uh, GarageBand to edit them to make us sound better. (laughs) All right, Judy. Yay! Do we sound better, actually? Have we figured that out? Um, We're cleaner? I think we're louder. Okay. Uh, uh, Anyone who is listening at home and you think that we still need to be louder or whatever let us know um we can do that yeah we can do that yeah uh, we have the power to make ourselves louder <laughs> anyways okay so our personal moment so i'll go first so obviously we're talking about it making this podcast i i feel like we've been talking about this making a podcast like this for years um and finally you know and i think we i originally like I came, Adrian and I originally like, like talked about it, and then um, uh, Ryan mentioned, remember, reminded me that you guys had also talked about it like, mm-hmm. almost a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. And I was like, what if we combine our powers <laughs> and make it happen? And I'm actually really excited and happy. I made more work for myself in the long run, but I've learned a lot uh, about audio uh, recording. <laughs> but I've also, uh, I've learned a lot about Marvel Comics, more about women working in the industry. You know, us, Adrian and I are always constantly reaching out to people outside of the comic book community that still work with us, like the graphic audio, um, obviously bringing more cosplayers in the fold. I just, I'm really, like, the women of Marvel panel was always an amazing moment for me every year. It was twice a year, it was what I looked forward to, and now I'm able to, you know, once a week, bring my love for this company and for the people I work with to you guys out there. So, that's my moment. That's awesome. That's this really podcast great. would not have happened if Judy had not, like, forced everyone into doing this. No, basically. She's still yeah, yeah. No, she is, every yeah, she's week. basically every week she comes around to all of her offices <laughs> and she's like, Put, whatever you're doing, Put stop it. Yeah, get, it down. Let's get, it get out of your chair. Yeah. Get out of your chair. Go in the room. Get in there. Like literally, Judy and I were sitting in here, and then Sana popped her head in and was like, "Oh, is everyone not here yet? Well, then I'll just." And Judy was like, "Sit, <laughs> sit down. down. <laughs> sit down." Well, because like when we, when Janine and I, like we had talked about this like a year and a half, two years ago, whatever. It was, I think, once again after a Women of Marvel panel that was very exciting. And we just, you know, as editors, too, like, you just don't, you don't even know what to do. You're like, you can't get your act together. We yeah. have so much stuff running like around. 15,000 Yeah. 
it was one of those things where like, oh, this sounds like a great idea, but what do you actually do? And then thankfully, we, you and Adri were like, oh, we want to do this. And we're like, oh, this is, it's a great merging of ideas and people. And you guys obviously have the know-how as to how to put this thing together. So and it's definitely felt like, you know, like you were saying, oh, it, you know, it's usually twice a year. We have the Women of Marvel panel and now it's every week, basically. Yeah. And it's been great. Like, it's really felt like we have our little enclave do you know. know what I mean? And we talk about lady stuff, like, every week, like, all the time. You know what I mean? Like, we are, it, it feels, even though we've all been here, we've all been tight with each other, it feels a lot more like we're getting together more, and it's a, it's more structured, and it feels like we're, a, you know, a group, a team. And obviously, you know, if you ever want to contact us, you can find us on the Twitters, but you can also email us at womenof at marvel.com uh, anytime you have a question or just a comment or whatever. We love all of your emails. So, anyways, what's your moment, Janine? Uh, okay, so this is a little bit weird. <laughs> I had to fight Sonna Ford a little bit, but I won in the end. Um, my moment is just the rise of Ms. Marvel. And now, I didn't actually work on it. Um, I had nothing to do with the inception of it. Uh, you know, I was in the pitch meetings. Gosh. Oh my gosh. Years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Um, when you originally pitched it and kind of got to see it being shaped over the years and, you know, Sana and Willow going back and forth. And um, so that was really cool to be, you know, to just see, to see happen and, you know, kind of Sana would come in and be like, well, what if this? And send me little <laughs> snippets here and there. So I got yeah. to see that, which was really cool. But uh, being at the retreat, um, when the book originally hit the stands, and I feel I feel like my recollection of that moment was like the doors to the room that we were in like busted open. Yeah, and like that was the announcement. Extra, extra. Oh, it was just the announcement. It was just the announcement. It was announcement. just the announcement. Like yeah. the doors like busted in, and our like sales team were like, "Okay, Sana." We have you lined up on CNN, and you're going to have to go over to whatever, like NPR, and, yeah. you know, USA Today wants to talk to you, and the Washington Post wants to talk to you, and they're going to do a thing in the New York Times, and it was just, and Senna was literally like, um, like, could I, could what? someone have told me to wear a nice shirt? Like, what's <laughs> yeah. happening? Like, that no is one, literally what I said, actually. <laughs> I, I just, so I, like, looked at Senna, and she looked at me, and, and they were like, okay, so we have 15 minutes, like, you know, get your stuff together, like, let's go, and Senna just looked at me, and she was like... I'm, I don't like my shirt. I'm like, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be so great. Um, but when you really... So Sun and I have been working together, you know, for six years. Mm -hmm. um, and we've gotten really close. And she's one of my best friends. And getting to see someone that you care so much about achieve the thing that they've been working on for so long and have it become... A phenomenon and like really pay off like Sana just believed in this so much and like really pushed for it so hard and I mean it's so amazing to see like it's so amazing to see I feel like Sana I love you oh my god I love you Janine is really good at making people cry and I'm really pushing I'm trying really hard because I have to keep my cool and I have to keep uh you know what everyone thinks of me which is <laughs> But I'm, I'm really collected and blase and whatever. No, but you know, I'm about to tear up. In all right seriousness, now. <laughs> I think that I think there's a perception that, you know, we're the man, we're the man, 
and we're keeping creators from doing the things that they would do and they would be really cool if we would just get out of the way and let them do it. Yeah. And I, it's been really gratifying for me as an editor, as a woman, as, you know, to, to see my best friend, like, push this and be like, I'm going to get this done and I really believe in it and I'm going to make it happen and, you know, like, a positive step forward for women in comics, for you know, YA comics, for Muslim comics, like, for all, on all of these different levels, and, like, just made it happen. And how many printings? Seven printings. Okay. See, I mean, that's yeah. incredible. Drop the mic. Watch it. <laughs> that's what I'm afraid of. I'm like, shoot, what am I going to do next year? <laughs> I got nothing left. You should just get a couple of dice that have, like, different things on it. Yeah. What else could just mind something else from your childhood? Like, yeah, just be, do. really, there's not much else except for Sana sitting in front of the television most <laughs> of her childhood. Sold. A kid, like a superhero who gets Approved. the from television, did yeah. that done. Oh. Um, I don't know. That's pretty interesting. So, yeah, anyway, that's my, that's my moment. Um, Jean, I can't even. I'm going to start, I'm going to start hugging and molesting her later. Can I say that? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, that was a that was a very very strange time, and I can't believe it's actually happening. The our how that it actually happened and it worked. Um, but Janine, you were a big part of that because as work wives go, you are the best kind, Aww. and so much of what just anytime you're working in anything, so much of it are the people around you and who are supporting you. I personally believe that you can't really do anything in a bubble. You have to, your support system and your soundboards are so important to you, for you to sort of reset your own thoughts and try to better understand what exactly you're looking for and what you want to do. And, um, you know, and sometimes it's, it's the, Jeannie and I always have these moments of, am I crazy or <laughs> does this look totally inappropriate? Or am I crazy or... Sometimes it's both. <laughs> sometimes it's both. <laughs> sometimes it's both. But having that person to like run to and be like, I'm not sure, I'm not. I'm just not sure if this is working. I need, I need you to help me play it out. And that's really, really important. And, and you and Steve were, oh my God, huge in that capacity, even though Steve left right before the comic came out. So, Steve, Steve Wacker. <laughs> Speaking of my personal highlights, <laughs> Steve Wacker's departure. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, Steve. Um, all right, so I, I'm going to segue to myself and my personal moment of the year since uh, Janine stole the official one. <laughs> but it sounded way better and more emotional. So, um, I, I, I will actually say um, I, did, I got offered to do a TEDx teen talk uh, in March of last year. Uh, which was sort of unexpected. I had never, I mean, speaking of them asking me to speak on CNN last minute, which I had never done before, and me not liking my shirt, I had to speak in front of live-streamed audiences all across the world and an audience of, like, 500 people and tell a 15- to 20-minute story about the big idea behind Ms. Marvel. And that was very, very daunting uh, because it's one thing to say... I'm going to do an interview and just answer people's questions. It's another thing to string together a story and have people engaged for 20 minutes and find the content of what you're talking about interesting and engaging. And I did not realize how tough that was until I was actually writing out uh, what the talk was going to be about. Um, but that experience taught me a lot about, um, you know, obviously how to how to give a presentation, how to tell a presentation that's, to, to relay a presentation that's interesting, but also made me reevaluate 
like what I had been doing for the last year and or last two years at that point and what the meaning really was for me and for people um, reading the comic for the first time. So it really put, I feel like it was like a culmination of all of my life's experiences in 15 to 20 minutes, <laughs> which is kind of like crazy. It's intense. It's really intense, but like having that and, and putting and and the cross section of like my life experience and comics and I feel like that's something a lot of people can say, especially people loving comics and reading comics for the first time. A lot of people have this real strong personal connection to it. And I just put my personal slant on on what it meant to me and when, what Ms. Marvel means to me. And um, what was amazing is that that was just another boost for Ms. Marvel. It got more people paying attention to it, people who didn't necessarily read comics paying attention to it. And, um, and that was also the beginning of you know, talking about uh, gender in comics and minority in comics and and in pop culture in general. And it didn't, that wasn't the intention when we started all of this, but that really signaled a shift in people's attention uh, about what we were doing and about about comics in general. So, um, yeah, that was... That was it for me. I can't believe I actually survived. You did an incredible job, by the yeah. way. Thank you. Watch that from afar, and if anyone wants to watch it, what you can Google. Yes, your you name can Google. And... Yeah, it's it's the first thing, but the the title is called Myths, Misfits, and Masks. Yeah, that was an incredible. And if you you like killed it up there, oh I was watching God. it and I was like, she's not nervous at all. Oh my like, God, I was. You did not look nervous. You no, knew what you were talking about. You looked like a TED talker. Yeah. Like, God. you know, like walking around with the, with the, the clicker and <laughs> like using the hand motions. You can't see it right now, but it was just so awesome. <laughs> so proud. It was so stressful. I did like 10 jumping jacks right before to pump, pump my adrenaline up. Like I had no idea. And then Nile Rogers introduced me. He was a freaking Grammy Award winner. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that was amazing. Stuff. It was. Yeah. That's what I got. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. it's my moment yeah. now. Um, well, I um, had a really awesome year here. Actually, this was my first year at Marvel, so this was also my first time joining the panel, the Women of Marvel panel, at both San Diego and New York Comic Con. Um, and, I mean, you heard us all talking about this panel forever, and there was such great news coverage about it, too. Um, and I was really, really proud to be a part of that, and, and I almost... Like, I just wanted to, like, bat down and say, like, I'm not worthy. Because everybody on that panel is just so incredibly talented. And, um, like, they hustle. Like, they are either, like, amazing artists and writers and business people. I, I just, it, it was just amazing to just be sitting among them. Um, and even just to be part of that movement. And looking out at the audience. And Kelly Sue, obviously, is always a highlight of the Women of Marvel panel. Um, she's always riling up the crowd and asking um, the people in the audience who, if there if there are women who read comics. Um, so yeah, it was... Well, and also at New York, New York, we had 15 women on the stage. Mm -hmm. We literally didn't have enough spaces on the stage for everyone to sit. I think someone was sitting in someone's lap at one point. Yeah, we yeah. definitely broke the stage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was, I mean, it's one of those amazing moments where you're like, when we started like, we started put, like, like throwing names out on who we wanted to invite and who was going to be there because that's always the question is like, 
not all creators can come to panels, not all creators can come to the cons, Sunday is like an awkward day for panels, and then suddenly there were 15 people on our list, and we were mm -hmm. like, okay, let's just do it, yeah. let's just do it. So, and it's, um, and it's, you know, it's one of those things where I'm, I've always said why I always want, uh, you know, a wide range of diversity. Obviously, at San Diego, or Adrian, first time at San Diego Comic Con, uh, and the first time on a panel, like having the wide range of people that we did, it was, it was just amazing. Looking out at the audience for the first time from the other side of the panel is really intense, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> and it was amazing. Like you could have literally said anything, and it would have been like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, we love you. Like it was just. So invigorating. What, yeah. we see Let me tell you something. We could have been like, like ladies, and then everyone would have cheered. It seems like <laughs> if you say just anything, I have been oh, on panels that were bombing. Really? So. Well, so you worked your way up to the, that yeah, point. Yeah. Because everyone was just super excited to just be there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ones that I. Yeah, and we also grew uh, room size from from uh, 2013 to 2014. Our panel size was twice as large. Like literally, I have so I have a panorama shot from last year, and from the same, I was standing at the same podium. Then I took the same from the same podium because we were in yeah. the same room. But I yeah. guess they opened up the room. It is literally double mm -hmm. the you, size. Oh, I want to post that. We can Somewhere. post that on the oh, Tumblr. Yeah, you sent that, right? Uh, yeah, you I have it. both. Yeah. You have both. Yeah. I do. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, post yeah, that yeah. side by side on the on the social media. It is literally double on the the Women of Marvel Instagram. Adri's <laughs> <laughs> favorite plug, part. Plug, Hooray! I, I think that you know from from the first couple times I did the panels, I remember sort of them being like. It was a thing that we did, and we were happy that we did it. And it was, you know, like it was sort of like whoever was at the con that morning would just show up, hungover or not. Um, and now it's become we organize ourselves. We have announcements. We have art, you know, never seen before. Art. We're getting amazing um, news coverage from all over. Rolling Stone picked our stuff, our New York Comic Con that panel was like up. The most exciting. That was really exciting. Yeah. It was a picture of us too. Yeah. The, the <laughs> subtitle was "Women Are Slowly Taking Over Marvel." Comics. I mean, yes. I mean, we've been we've been there. Let me just clarify to some people out there. We've been here. Okay, we're just getting a little bit louder and we're getting more support. But we've all been working here a long time, and there's a lot of other women who've been working here a long time and who are pushing uh, as much as we can the women of Marvel like agenda or just women in the comics agenda. And it, I know it takes a lot longer than we would like, but. Uh, we, we, we've been here. I think people are just finally realizing it. Yeah. But isn't that the best way to do it? Yeah. Like, like you didn't even notice. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now we're here. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and I think 2014 was a great year for comics. We mm -hmm. have so many female-led series. Yeah. We had 10. Uh, we have more even coming in 2015. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we actually, like, before we started this podcast, we had to write down them all because we there's so many of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, Storm, She-Hulk, X-Men, Elektra, Angela, Spider-Woman, Black Widow. I mean, it's like I have to like look down at my sheet to remember them all, and they're all great books. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there were it was it was a few years ago where our last female-led title in X-23 um, ended, and I think that was a wake-up call to all of us. You know, because we really believed in those books like I loved X-23 I loved that book mm -hmm. I loved that character I loved that book I loved working on that book um, you know I loved Marjorie we worked with Sana Takeda who's amazing 
Um, and it just, you know, it just wasn't catching for whatever reason. The book ended, and I think that was a real wake-up call to us. Like, we have to, we really have to look at this. Like, we, yeah. it's not just going to happen. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to magically appear. Like, we're not going to wake up and and books will just be done. Like, right. you know what I mean? Right. We have to really make this happen. And it was something that we said, okay, we, we, we're going to figure out this out. We're going to figure mm -hmm. this out, how to do it, how to get the support, um, how to get it out there, how to get people jazzed, how to get, you know, the right teams on the right books. And, um, and this is not me saying that the right teams weren't on the books. Like I said, I mean, that would be like me saying I was really crappy at my job, <laughs> like, which I don't think I am. You know, right. I think we had an amazing team on that book with an amazing concept. Um, but it was kind of in a void, I think. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once we kind of got momentum and started getting books out there and we were getting good reaction and we were able to get more and more and, you know, and that's how you build. You know, that's how you build. When you see women working, you think, oh, I'm a woman, I could also do that because there's women working. When you yeah. see books with female leads selling, oh, well, let's make more of those. They're yeah. selling, yeah. you know? So I think it's just cr critical mass. Like, well, it's, it it's interesting because I feel like, you know, looking at, and this is not real math, by the way, guys. <laughs> just in general, anytime I talk, there's no real math involved. It's just based on observational senses. That's yeah. it. But just based on what I've seen um, with the Women of Marvel panel over the last few years, and I've mentioned this so many times before, but seeing like where it was when we were first doing it in that small room with like kind of, there was some people there and we had a great time and it was a lot of fun. We had great questions. We knew there was something there. But it was, the energy wasn't there. The, it wasn't as vocalized. Um, and that, I feel like as, as every year that we see how vocal our audience is becoming, our audience base is becoming, simultaneously, like, these comics are following suit in the mm -hmm. sense that we are actually having more content. And, you know, then the following year we have even more people attending these panels. And I feel like there is some sort of connection between either how vocal or how many um, people are interested in the, 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 the concept of women of Marvel or the concept of women in comics and reading content that is about female characters. And uh, all of that seems to be happening around the same time. And, you know, and I think it also just comes down to us wanting to fully engage in that world a bit more, which is obviously where this podcast came from. Mm -hmm. But that's what's really what's really exciting to me is that you know, maybe six years ago it wasn't working because people either weren't paying attention or they didn't realize they were interested or whatever reason. Um, maybe there's no surprise that X-23 wasn't working back then, whereas it's a different environment now. What would yeah. that look like? I'd like to, to say that maybe social media has a part. Mm -hmm. I, and it's not just because I manage social media. No, I, but yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah, I yeah. think it's done a huge... Um, service to the community because I think it's drawing people together and making them vocal. Like, I see everything that people tweet. Like, I see pe what books people want to see and what characters, and I know that sales does too. Like, we yeah. all see that, and that's one of the two major ways that you can see more women of Marvel is, like, one, okay, with your wallet. Like, you, if you buy the books or if, if you're, if you're do if you're if you're showing a demand for it then it's it's still a business so they're going to make more of that and then there's also the the vocal part like on social media and if you can't afford to like buy the books like 
borrow from friends or start a reading club and like pass them around and share digital codes like just read it and it's and we see you reading it and that makes it all better for pitching books with more female characters and getting more merch with female characters and all that so I think it really has a lot to do with the the community coming together Mm -hmm. and being vocal. You can totally see that in the Captain Marvel world. Like, you know, from the first time I I wore the costume till now, it's it's this mind-blowing experience. I mean, it's absorbed the Miss Marvel world. It it Mm -hmm. has, like, I I feel like Hawkeye is also part of that community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, like, you know, if you guys go back into previous podcasts, if you haven't listened to it, definitely go listen to the um, Captain Marvel podcast I did with Kelly Sue and a couple of the Caracor at DragonCon, like, getting, like, I think there was, like, four or five of them, plus me and Kelly Sue, and we just talked about what Carol meant to them and also, like, what the core meant to them. And and it, you, you could see that the way that they all interacted with each other, how, like, one of them was, like, a first-time reader. Like, she went on to the, like, Caracor, like... Tumblr feed and like found someone and suddenly she's reading all these books and I, I think that you know now that we've I think we've we've talked about this small times but like the community we've created a community I think that we were always there reading comics we've always been there playing video games we've always been there as nerds and we've always been there making comics too yes. this is yeah. really important to say that women were there when Marvel started. Mm-hmm. I mean, women were there 75 years ago, 50, mm-hmm. you know, 50 years ago, like when Marvel really started. And women have always been there making comics, you know, in, in addition to reading yeah. comics and yes. playing video games and talking about nerdy stuff. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, that's right. It's just I, something I feel real, like, it, do you know what I mean? It's like a thing that, that gets lost and it's something that we talk about yes. all the time. Oh, no, yeah. I agree. I mean, I think that's, uh, you know, seeing Flo walk around the office. Yeah. Like, she is from that, that golden age of comics. And I, I, I think that now we have a voice. Mm-hmm. We have a way to say what we've always wanted to say, but we've never been allowed to say it. So, and it's, social media has changed the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it allows us to bring you guys this podcast, you know? I, I think that... Uh, we could have didn't, we could be doing a podcast, but I think that being able to you know tweet out that oh Kieran's on the podcast this week and like getting his you know the people that follow him who may not ever have known our podcast existed now it's now they have a chance to listen to it and maybe go back and listen to previous podcasts. So mm-hmm. I think that I, I think that we've only been doing this for like six months. And I think that it's really like a success so far. I'm excited to what we do in 2015. Mm-hmm. I mean, not just what we as a podcast will do and where we'll go, but also like what Marvel with women in comics will do. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to say was like, not to edit your dialogue because <laughs> if anyone edits my dialogue, it's a whole problem because I cannot speak proper English. Um, but saying that we weren't allowed to do it before, I just think we didn't have the opportunity to do it before. And I think now that we do, um, it has been an interesting like year, year maybe year, two years, because I feel like Marvel has actually embraced these initiatives and our efforts to uh, push sort of the the women in comics. Um, I don't want to say agenda because that's such a to- loaded word. <laughs> you definitely used the agenda. You the word definitely agenda said agenda twice, and I oh, think shoot. we all were like oh, agenda, agenda. Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> it's been a long time coming. But but by agenda I mean like a nice agenda. You're not the villain in this scenario. Don't worry. But um, yeah, no, I I think that they've been all embracing uh, of it and probably didn't expect it 
to grow this quickly just was one of those things where like, yeah, let's just try this. Let's try this comic. Let's try this podcast. Let's, you know, get a bigger room for the panel mm -hmm. at a more reasonable hour so <laughs> people can be <laughs> like, <laughs> a luxurious time of 1.15. Yeah. But I, I, just, I just would like to just call out Marvel in particular for... You know, people get people can get very strung up about corporate mentality and blah blah blah. But uh, lots of kudos to people here and the higher ups for allowing this to be a possibility. And for seeing it as something that is important. Yes. I mean, look, we're not perfect. Yeah. And we make mistakes, and I'm sure we'll continue to make mistakes. And you know, we're figuring it out. And this but I think we see it as something important. Yeah. So we're trying and there is the intention behind it i think the intention behind it matters and mm -hmm. that's really what we have to kind of focus yeah. on and that's what we're trying to do and we're figuring it out too we're crafting this as we go yeah but that is i personally think an important thing 100 percent. 100 percent uh so let's talk real quick about what's coming up in 2015 so there's Five more series that are kicking off in January. We've got The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, which I am so excited for. I love the art. Yep, it's oh written, my God. By, written by Ryan North with art by Erica Henderson. So cute. It's so, so cute. cute. So cute. Oh, cute. So cute. Oh, my God. Um, and then we have Silk. Yep, uh, written by Robbie Thompson with art by Stacey Lee. Um, I, guys, so I uh, was in Nick Lowe's office the other day, and... He was like, oh, hey, do you want to see, you know, this silk artwork that came in? And I was like, yeah, sure. It is so amazing. She can make her own outfit. It's so Out of amazing. her body. <laughs> uh, the art How is, cool is that? incredible. Like, yeah. when you guys see what Stacey's doing, you're going to be blown away. It's I really have an amazing. idea. How about we post it on our... Women of Marvel. Exclusive. <laughs> Tumblr. We can do it on the Instagram. On the Instagram. I was just yep. waiting for you to chime in, Adrian. The Women of Marvel. The Women of Marvel. Instagram. We had yeah. to get the the in front of it. The the. Yeah. But we've got more, right? Uh, we also have Spider Gwen. Uh, Jason Latour and Robbie Rodriguez. It's so good. It's awesome. I think that's going to be my new That book favorite. is like a movement. It is. It's like a um, punk. It's like a it's punk beautiful. comic it's, it's also like there are so many people already cosplaying it. Yeah. Like the crazy. book's not even out yet. Yeah. I people saw a cosplayer making an incredible suit with the hood. Yeah. Oh, I want a hoodie well, with I think, that you know, this is actually a good, if we could just pause real quick. This is a good, uh, you guys made this happen. Like... Obviously, Jason Latour and Robert Drake and, and Nick, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, whatever, whatever. They made it happen. But you guys made this happen. This came out as a one-shot for Spider-Verse, and it exploded. Mm -hmm. And it was because people bought it, and they were psyched about it, and they talked about it. And you guys, like, embraced it and supported it. And then it was like, well, it would be dumb for us not mm -hmm. to do Yeah, it's a, a fan. Series, it's a right? fan-fueled book. Yeah, and so that's whenever you're like, oh, how come books I like keep getting canceled? Or like, how come I, there not, aren't more books that I like? Like, if you support it and you're out there, it, it'll it it'll come. It might take a little bit, but it'll mm -hmm. come. Like, And, and I, we're seeing it happen now with one book after the other, yeah. and it's really exciting. So sorry, what else? We have, uh, we we have, have Gamora. Uh, yep, written by um, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, co-screenwriter Nicole Perlman, which I am super excited about. I think it's going to be, be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And we also have Operation Sid with yeah. Agent Carter. Written by Catherine Eminen with art by Rich Ellis. Um, I love Catherine. She's one of my favorite writers. She's great. Yeah. She's amazing. And I think this is going to be, I mean, this is like everything that is right 
in her wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. It's going to be so good. Yeah, I've seen some of the art, and it's really beautiful. I mean, I've been like obviously Agent Carter is, is coming to ABC, um, but now she's also coming to life in our comics. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. The world's combined and exploding. It's going to be a great year for Synergy. women of Marvel. It will be a really amazing year. I, I you know, obviously we have the the women of Marvel. Yeah, uh, we have the covers. women of Marvel covers um, celebrating right. um, uh, National Women's History Month in March. Um, so that's really exciting. There's going to be 20 of those. Um, During March, we should do some history of women from Marvel, like talk. Oh, oh we've got we've got that's some a stuff great idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Guys, you guys, this seeing is, it happen. This is how we come up with the ideas <laughs> for the podcast. Uh, that's a great idea. We also yeah. want to do some stuff with Star Wars uh, as the first books are coming out in a few weeks. So yeah. look for that, guys. Yeah, um, I just posted, um, if you scroll through our Instagram, you'll be able to see a picture of Princess Leia that um, I posted. Well, it's for, it's some of the art from um, Star Wars, colon, Princess Leia, number one. Uh, and we're going to be starting up, um, I guess, I, 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 like a more official interview series, the Women of Marvel interview. Um, where we're going to be having some really exciting guests come on um, from all walks. You know, we've been talking about this, getting people who not aren't just writers and artists, although we will also be having a lot of writers and artists, but, you know, women who work in all different areas of Marvel and who have worked in all different areas of Marvel and throughout the industry. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. And also... Uh we're all curious to know what you guys are looking for. I mean, we're, what we said, 25 episodes in the bag, and uh, we've covered probably a pretty wide range of topics, and um, everyone has seemed to have a pretty positive reaction to, to what we've put out there. So what are you guys looking for? What would you like to see in 2015 out of this podcast, out of what we're doing at Marvel or in the industry across the board? Um, please reach out to us. Uh, send us your emails or your tweets. Uh, I like to, how you said that like you've never said that What is that the tweet? Before. I was going to say our Twitter. The, the email is womanof at marvel.com and just hashtag woman of marvel. Um, and Adrian and I will be checking those. So yeah, let us know. You know, if you guys like something, let us know. And if you didn't like it, still let us know. Yes, still, we really, we need to hear. Yes, like, just it. like the audio quality was terrible, thank you for letting us know, because we wouldn't have ever checked. Yeah. That's how you maintain healthy relationships, by communication. communication. <laughs> <laughs> we both looked at each other. Communication. Communication. So, 2015 is going to be an amazing year. I'm really excited. Obviously, hopefully, we'll be at both San Diego Comic-Con and New York Comic-Con. Maybe there'll be some other conventions in there you Ooh. might see us at. Thanks to you fans for listening. Yes, you guys are why we 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 go into a closet and talk for an literally hour once a week. Closet. We're really, yeah, we we're are literally, literally in a closet. closet. <laughs> we're not. There's no metaphors. Like there. a storage okay. closet. Yeah. <laughs> storage. <laughs> yes, we're just looking around. Oh, <laughs> no. uh, so happy holidays, everyone. Have a great new year. Uh, thank you so much for an amazing 2014, and we're really excited about next year. We hope you guys are too. We did it! Yay! This is Marvel, your universe.